Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 200 of the IA Cast. I'm Michael Dowies, and we have an awesome group with us today to reminisce and talk about the IA cast past, present, and future. So with me today, I have Jeff Bishop. Hey, Jeff. Hello, Michael. We have Taylor Arndt. Hello, Michael. And Lynn Schneider. Hi, Lynn. How are you doing? Hello, Michael, and everyone else. It's good to have you all here, and... Wow, 200 episodes of this show. It, it's. I started this thing back in 2015 on a blue snowball microphone. Wow. <laughs> so, those were some interesting days. That I'd never podcasted before, and I went to Best Buy, and I said, what's the best microphone to start podcasting on? And they said, try the blue snowball. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely <laughs> sounded like it. <laughs> Didn't you even do an Apple Watch podcast once? I did, like episode six. And I, I should do a follow-up and, and do a, this is how the Apple Watch sounds now. I opened Just Press Record and made a, I think like a 10 to 30-minute podcast on the Apple Watch using oh Just Press wow. Record. What was weird, though, was like having to hold the watch like right up to my face like for 30 minutes <laughs> that made my arm kind of tired. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Quite humble beginnings, I would right. say. Right. And I did that just because it was a test, just like, okay, let's see what this sounds like. And mm-hmm. And, and we, did, I think it was episode 75, we did another similar episode where a bunch of us got different headphones and we recorded all using those different headphones. And, and some people sounded very good and some people sounded terrible. <laughs> that sounds like a fun one. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it was very interesting. And, and, and. We intend to keep doing fun things like that on the show. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I love about our the IA cast is we've done so many fun things over the years and we're going to continue to do that. And I, I think it's just neat that we've been able to do that many episodes and, and have such a, a diverse group of hosts and, and things like that. And and it's funny. I'm I'm speaking of hosts. We may be getting another one incoming. So that's pretty nice. And and it's interesting because we we've had so many people. We've probably had thirty, you know, probably around thirty hosts over the past eight years. Twenty fifteen, yeah, eight years. That is a crazy long time. Jeff, when did you get involved? Do you remember when you did your first episode? Because I don't remember anymore. I don't remember, Michael. It's been it's been a long time now. It has. We had we, someone should Google this or ask us Chat GPT or something. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it's been a while though. It's been like, what five years, at least six years. Yeah, something you've been like on that for a long time. And you know, we haven't. But you guys were been... going for a couple of years though before yeah. I got started. I think. I think so. I think you were in the 30s or 
high twenties or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, we went about 15 episodes and then we got Jason and a few other folks involved. And then they, a few other folks stopped being on the show and more joined and some stopped being on the show and some just don't have time to really be on. And there's a, there's a person that, that does have time to be on that I'm adding into the room now. Hi, Michael. Welcome to episode 200 of the IA cast. <laughs> Hello. So we, we've been talking about the past eight years of the show, the IA cast, and, and that we've done 200 episodes and we're, we're, we think we need to come up with it. Something with chat GP to chat GPT to figure out how long each of us have been on the show. <laughs> I mean, I know I've been there since the beginning, but like, I think Jeff has been there for a very long time. Taylor, you've been there. How long have, how long have you been on the show, Taylor? I don't know. Like maybe 50s. Yeah. Episode 50, maybe probably around 2019, 2020s when you joined. Yeah. As a, as a host. And then my Uh, first episode, I think was 50, 153 or something close to that. Wow. Wow. So we've had so many different, you know, we've had, you know, Allison Malloy, previously Allison Hartley. We've had Shelly Brisbane on. And man, that was, that was a funny episode because there was an outtake about a product from CES and involving Jason Earls. And, and he, he made a joke and did not get the, the, the the joke and it was kind of a dirty joke and and yeah. he's kind of known to get all of the dirty jokes and and we all just we we had to stop the show for a good five minutes <laughs> because because he he didn't get the the joke that yeah so we we've had a lot of funny times on this show and it's funny because. I feel like the more polished you try to be on a podcast, the more difficult it is to stay polished. Yeah. But exactly. when you tr- when you try to be more conversational, it it just things just kind of flow a little bit better and you don't have as many outtakes. Do you guys see that on on other shows and different things that you're on? Well, I think the first thing is uh the idea that you don't take your tech too seriously. <laughs> you know, I think that's really important because we are just a bunch of folks that use technology every day. Sometimes we complain about it. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it, you know, fails us. <laughs> but I think that we don't take it too seriously and we're not too, what do you call it? Strangulated by it. We sort of, you know, just have this, the free flowing thoughts and ideas. And I think that's really nice because there are a lot of podcasts out there that if you wanted the news, the tech news, you know, you put it on and people talk about the tech news, but it's not fun. I mean, I think part of what we do is we try to have fun with our tech and we try to have fun with each other, you know? (laughs) So I think that's the nice part about it. You know, people get to know us not just as experts, which many of us are, but also as just people, you know, that sometimes also get really annoyed with their tech. And 
sometimes we pick on Apple, sometimes we pick on Microsoft, you know, every, everybody's fair game. You know? <laughs> and I think that just makes it very interesting and, and, and stimulating. Yeah. And, and I think because we're all willing to, to sit down and get to know each other, like, I, I feel like sometimes with our podcasts and, and, and it shouldn't be like this on every show, we all try to sit down and get to know each other through our podcasts because that's mm-hmm. what these conversations do is we build, you know, it's kind of the, the goal of my company is to build community through technology. And that's kind of what we do with these podcasts too. And, you know, we, we started as a podcast and now we built a network around the word IA cast and it's, it's been it's been a very cool eight years and, and one, you know, very cool 200 episodes. And I think that, you know, we're, we're just really, you know, we're going to keep this thing going we're in no way going to ever stop the IA cast. And, and it's kind of nice because we did stop for a little while because mm-hmm. we didn't have a lot of people to be on these panels and talk about technology, but they're not going anywhere. And so, I guess, you know, I, I'm curious, like, Michael, do you have any memories that kind of just stand out to you about the the IA cast or, or the podcast that you want to share? Like, what, were there any funny or, or great moments that really, you know, stand out to you that, uh, that you want to mention? So the thing that comes to mind for me when I think of IA cast is, is trying technology out and, Ideally, the listener never knows, but sometimes, you know, Michael changes things up a little bit to be able to (laughs) see what works best and what's the most efficient way. And I really appreciate the fact that we can all come together and share, hey, this worked for me or this tool didn't work or I I was trying to get information out of my custom GPT for technically working, but I forgot to give it episode 36 and it kept telling me that maybe I should pay attention to those directions. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what stands out to me that makes IA cast different from other shows because you do have those polished 57 minutes every day. Here's your show, mm-hmm. those quick five minute hit shows. And I think at IA cast, there's a lot of, of difference in that in that format and that makes it unique for the listeners and then of course you go and throw spanish in the middle of it and it's like what that's not technology related michael what is this and and that's what you get with ia cast yeah i mean our goal is to educate but to be conversational about it like to bring that new like a, a different kind of you're not going to get the same thing week to week when you listen to any show on the network and especially like the IACast podcast, because we always have a new segment, but we always talk about like the, we try to have a conversation about something in technology or a topic and, and bring, you know, our panelists and talk about it. Is, is there a, a specific episode or, or outtake or anything from the, the main, like the, any of the last episodes you've been on, Michael, that just kind of like, that will never be a something I can forget that will always stick with me, like a, a memory of like something we've talked about or done or. <laughs> no, because it feels like forever since I've been on a show. Is there one you're thinking of though, Michael? Not, not. <laughs> in particular, I yeah. I was just curious if there was like, well, okay, there's so many outtakes, like Jason's outtake with 
Jason's Belch on YouTube. That was, I think, the first episode or the second episode I was on. So I guess that one always sticks with me. Well, were were you here when I mentioned Shelly's episode that she was on? Yeah. 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 Yeah, That was probably the most memorable for me. Then there was the outtake with the, where, where Aaliyah had her, 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 uh, Braille sense in the other room. And, I it was when we were trying to be very polished and very professional, and my headspace was very much on a certain topic, and her braille sense powered on, and the cuckoo alarm started going off, <laughs> and it just repeated that, and just something happened, and I lost my mind and started laughing for five minutes just because I was so focused on... <laughs> what I was trying to talk about. And the fact that that randomly happened was enough to just make me laugh hysterically for five minutes. So there's, there's been a lot of funny moments on this show and, and different shows. Like I know you guys have had some great outtakes on unmute and I think there's been some where, where Marty has not known what, what show they've been on. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's been some where some... I've forgotten the spiel that I'm given, like what I'm talking about. That happens more yeah. often than people realize. <laughs> All the things you could take out in production, right? <laughs> yeah. Although this live environment with technically working is is. I think shaped the show a little bit more. Tomorrow's episode is like 61 minutes. So it's right at that hour time frame. You can't take so much out. You can take some out, but you got to keep a lot of it in there for the context for later on you in do. the, in the story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What, what really makes me laugh about technically working, which is another show on the network is M- Michael and, and Dumasi used to do a, a show called the, the DM series. Right. And one of the things, it was not a family friendly show. Right. And, <laughs> and so their goal is to make technically working family friendly. And just sometimes, sometimes there's a slip up. And every time I'm listening live, it makes me laugh hysterically. Because <laughs> you, you shouldn't know about it in the podcast. And so it's, it's, it just makes that even more funny, too, I think. Right, because they they realize usually Michael or Demasi realizes that they made a mistake. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, because I think that there's sort of a you know a a trend toward everyone making their podcasts sound like TV shows or like really really professional. And obviously, you don't want to hear somebody's bag of potato chips in in the background. But by the same token, I think. When you see people as human, you know, you see these people that know all this stuff and they're trying to educate everybody, but every once in a while they drop their microphone or, you know, something happened. And I think, I think that helps us to not seem like just a bunch of, you know, what, what's the word? I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of right now, but in other words, we're, we're human, we make mistakes and we have fun. We have fun with our tech. And I think that's that's a great thing for new people also to realize that, you know. You know what I think is also, and I want to get 
Jeff and Taylor's thoughts on what we're talking about. But what you know what else is really interesting is that I think a lot of podcast networks, people all a lot of times have very similar equipment, but we all on the on our network have different equipment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on the uh, Sennheiser profile. Michael has his microphone. Lynn has a microphone she uses. Taylor has a microphone mm-hmm. she uses. And Jeff has his own microphones that he uses. So it's interesting that we all have different sounds and we all, you know, it's it's we're totally fine with sounding the way we do. And I think that's also pretty interesting is we come bringing our own unique setups. And, you know, I think that adds to the personality of our show as well, of our shows, I guess you could say. Right. Another thing I like a lot about our show is that you got you. It seems like we have the same goal in mind that I had for my own podcast, which was to appeal not just to blind folks, but to anyone. Yes. And and I think that is the really cool thing because we're if someone listens to us because they're really interested in the subject that we're talking about, and then we add in some blindness specific information, you know, it it's sort of and I also think that blind folks that sometimes we tend to and all communities do this, where they're kind of stuck in their own thought bubbles. But sometimes if you really want to know what's going to happen in your own technology, in your own world, you have to look at the wider world. You have to look at AI and how it's going to impact your screen reader, you know, or different things like that, where you have to draw connections between your own specific tech issues and the wider world around you, which is going to influence those tech issues. You know, I don't know how if I'm communicating that well, but in other words, sometimes we can we can we can always talk about our jaws and whatever, mm-hmm. but jaws and and voiceover they are all influenced by what's happening in the wider world. Like you know, things are changing in web development, or mm-hmm. things are changing in how people do things, and how is that going to affect us? I mean, how have, how are we going to sort of you know, embrace what's happening in the wider world to our benefit. Well, and and that's a good point because the IA cast ever since it was, I started it. And even before that, the IA accessibility report, the IA accessibility report was a blog. I started to review iOS apps for accessibility back in 2010. Then I thought, well, let's make it a, a podcast. And the goal was to talk about topics that, affected accessibility, but not just that, but to focus on mainstream versus assistive technology, because, you know, we've started seeing this resurgence of, you know, other devices like the blind shell and, and the, uh, uh, the capsus phones. I can't remember the exact name of the the device now. Yeah. The smart vision. And, you know, those have been coming back, but are we going to see people stick with those or are we going to see people go back to mainstream? And we're seeing like the Victor Reader stream third generation in the sense player, mm-hmm. or are people going to make, you know, use the mainstream? And so 
I like having those kind of conversations on this podcast as well because yeah. we're we're comparing and and letting people know you don't have to if you want something that's specialized tech you can do that or if you want something that's mainstream you can do that too and that's mm -hmm. what's fantastic about where we are now and you know AI adds a whole nother level to that and you know we we've gotten that that's been the the heart of our conversation for the past eight years, and it's going to keep being that part, you know. And I think we're going to talk about, you know, in the future, we'll talk about more about AI, but also about VR and yep. other technologies that are emerging and and careers and things like that for people that use assistive technology and where we think people this stuff is going to go. So. Taylor, can you talk about, do you have any moments with the show that you ha that you feel or like an impact on you or that you remember really well or funny moments or things like that? Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, I was here when iAccessibility like, was in business, you know, and it's kind of interesting now how we've turned from like a business to a community. I mean, it's not really related to the show, but it's related to everything we've been doing. And it's kind of an interesting just to kind of see the things evolve. I don't really have any specific, like, memories per se. I mean, of course, like, all the things that Jason does. I mean, I think Jason has the most outtakes per person on the show by far. But, you know, I don't know, like, in terms of for me, you know, I've made some weird mistakes or anything, but nothing that is so memorable that I still remember it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes um, sense. I, like, I remember the... <laughs> my favorite one was the we're talking about being undefederated yes and <laughs> and i was saying yeah check out that check, made me checking, check out the our merch store for the federated <laughs> undefederated that made me laugh I thought that was so funny <laughs> yeah that was a funny and th and then we've we've had some you know we we went to more of a straightforward episode naming structure for the IA cast and now we're kind of back to if we could come up with some funny titles we'll use those too. Angie's furry luggage was hilarious. I don't remember how we came up with that anymore, but that was back in the one eighties. So we've we've you know we've we've had some pretty funny episode titles. So we've kind of changed back to that, and it it adds some personality, I think. Jeff, what about you? Were there any episodes that you've been on or part of that just, you know, really resonate or that you remember or that were funny, that kind of thing? Okay. Yes. I, I'll tell you something that was very awkward for me. And I, and I actually don't mind admitting this now before I think it was a little odd to talk about, but it was when I was working at Microsoft. <laughs> and it was an interesting time because I had to be very careful about, you know, things that I could say versus not say or 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 try not to to lead with anything that was Microsoft related and that that always made me a bit nervous. So to be honest, it was a lot harder for me to be on the show at that time because a lot of topics came up that I probably couldn't contribute to. But that was probably the the most nerve-wracking part of being on the show. I think the funnest times were you know, the outtakes and some of the things that, that you had to pay to be able to get access to, to hear. And boy, th there were some doozies for sure. You know, oh, you'll have yeah. to go back and listen to some of those. There, there were just some amazing ones, but yeah, that, we had a really, really good time and all the conversations were very friendly. 
I don't think that we ever got into anything too crazy on the show, you know, when we were bantering back and forth, but it was good and it still is. So, yeah. 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 And I think it's awesome too, that, that we all have, we have different opinions on things, right? Yeah. And, and that's okay. I mean, we don't stick to the script or we don't follow some sort of, you know, tech religiousness. We, you know, everybody's fair game, (laughs) you know, what? and, you know, so I think that's awesome because we're not really stuck in on a certain thing, you know, everybody has their own perspective. And I think that makes, it just gives the show a, a great, you know, creative energy. You know, and it's interesting though, I like, and I don't know if any of you guys realize this, but how many of us that are hosts on this show are Apple primarily apple users isn't that weird like we really weird we really don't have many i mean we have people that have android phones like Mm -hmm. me michael demasi angie i do taylor you have one i think you use it less Mm -hmm. than we do and but i only use it for work (laughs) yeah and and so it's interesting because if you think about it like we really don't have many well, Alicia was on Android. She's now switched to iPhone. We we really don't have many Android users. We're mainly like a an Apple centric network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are y'all's thoughts on that? Like, no, I, I it's funny if... you. It's funny you mention that because when Lynn, yeah, when Lynn was talking about how we all have our own opinion about things and equipment, I was going to unmute and say, and we won't give each other too much of a hard time when we decide to cheat on the iPhone because here in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to switch over and see how things work with just using the Pixel and and we're sharing those adventures with each other. I mean, we may call you a traitor, but you know. Probably. (laughs) I expect it. I expect But I have Demasi who's going to try to trade with me too. So we'll see. Oh, See, I I I tried that for a week, and I I couldn't do it. There's yeah, well, like the shortcuts app alone is, you know, a big thing. And I just I personally do not feel as productive on an Android phone. Like I know it can do all the things right, and and they're powerful phones, but I just don't feel as productive. And it may just be that I've used an iPhone since two thousand seven. You know. Mm-hmm. So I get that, and we won't argue about this now because it's not <laughs> or at the time or appropriateness. But I am going to say, voiceover on iOS is starting to become more and more sluggish, and and I'm it not, is. I'm not seeing yeah. it be as much of a benefit of being on voiceover on the iPhone. And so I think now it's time to give Android that fair chance and see mm-hmm. what is it that I can and where do I face limitations. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And and that's very fair because, you know, as a user, you know, I, I'm and we're going to have a whole episode after they try this to talk about it, because I think this is a good topic. But like I, you know, I'm using it from a visual perspective, you know, and, and not using a screen reader. But there are some things like if I was a Mac user, I voiceover would drive me crazy. But there are people that love it, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, I I taught Jaws for ten years, you know, so that that's yeah. just kind of as a screen reader where like I'm comfortable, right? 
so like I can use voiceover, but I just tried to avoid it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd I'd rather just hop onto Jaws and be able to use my F six or my Tab and my right quick keys and my yeah yeah so. And and that's what I love about our podcast. We just got into a slight tech discussion right there, you know, spontaneous spur of the moment tech discussion. And and that's what we do. Like we we have a, you know, we have our different rooms and things that we go into for co-working and on the weekends, different organizations. And, and we just talk like we just got get on the topic of tech. So. Like before the show, Jeff and I were talking about something with WordPress. You know, mm-hmm. literally during the pre-show, I'm currently working on a WordPress plugin. I won't go too technical, but I'm working on this WordPress plugin, and I was mad that the database didn't want to cooperate with mm-hmm. me. So and Jeff always, was mad that PayPal didn't want to cooperate. Yeah. So we're always talking about technology in some way, and that's that's our passions, and and that will always be our passions. So I guess I'll, I'll start with. You, Jeff, if if you can, where would you like to see this show go in the next 100 episodes? Well, I think I want to see it continue like it has been. I, I think it's it's a show that brings a unique perspective to the technology space and just overall user space of the community, whether you're blind or visually impaired or not, really. And I think that that's what brings its value, you know? It's it's not rigid. It's a it's a very free form type of show where we're not doing as Michael had said earlier in the show. We're not doing this every day. We're not you know constrained to a specific time or format. So it allows us to have a lot of freedom in what we want to say, and it allows us to just be really creative about it and bring people on that that we want to engage with. And to say things that we feel are important and basically just be our unique selves. Not that these other shows are not. That's not what I'm saying. I just think mm-hmm. that, that this show brings something very unique to the process. And I, and that's what I've, I've loved about it. And that's what I continue to, you know, like about it and listen to it every time episodes come out really across the network, you know, whether it's this show or others that they all have that unique presence about them. So I think I would like to see, especially if more funding were to come in, you know, more representation at say conferences or trade shows or, you know, getting out in the field and talking to people and getting interviews and things like that. But that will come in time. And we always should think boldly. And if we were to be able to get that level of funding and and have that opportunity to do things, say at CSUN or closing the gap or, you know, pick your conference of choice, then we, then we should do that. I totally agree. And, and I'll, I'll get into where I see the show going in a little bit, but I think we're going to find that it's going to, we're going to mirror each other, all of us in, in what we want to see with whenever I sum up what I want to, what we're going to make happen next year and, and with the next 100 episodes, but to continue this pattern, Lynn, what would you yeah. what would you like to see in the next 100 episodes? Well, I think Michael B touched on something that I think maybe we might want to think about, which is platform more platform diversity so that we do invite more Android participation, you know, and and 
things outside of the Appleverse and, you know, Microsoftverse. <laughs> and also, I would say another thing I thought about is maybe some way to include audience participation. Not sure how we would do that, but an, 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 one more thing I thought about was maybe telling the stories of our struggles, you know, our tech struggles and how we fix them. Because I think that's, that I, I really enjoy, you know, like, like I was talking about my Bluetooth experience while editing, you know, when you're editing with Bluetooth headphones, there's a lag, there's a Bluetooth lag. And that lag, you might not even notice. The thing is, when you're editing and you hit the stop button, sometimes you're not right. The playhead is, is, it doesn't end up where you think it is. And it's, a, it's, it's, I think it may be a voiceover issue, but it may also be just a Bluetooth issue. But we all have these weird things that we go through and we find solutions. Mm -hmm. That is um, definitely and, a Bluetooth issue. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something I hadn't even thought about. So, yeah, I mean, you know, talking about our 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 tech and let's not ever dumb things down. We don't need to dumb things down for anyone. You know, we 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 need to geek out and be proud. <laughs> yes. And 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 there are so, and, and and I want to really emphasize what Lynn just said there because there are so many resources, so many platforms where you can go to learn the beginnings of technology, learn how to be, get trained. And I feel like everybody is trying to say, well, you need to teach us how to do that. There are places mm -hmm. where you can get that, right? I mean, you can tune into the the Unmute Presents call on our network and ask questions like how to get mm -hmm. started and, and things like that. And and there's places for that. But I feel like there's a lot of our shows on our network and this show, we really, if if you want to take that next step and learn that next thing, we are where you go, right? Mm -hmm. We're where you go and get that engaging tech conversation that is very tech-centric. And uh, I I always in, in, enjoy when, when Stephen and Sean on Double Tap say we we're we are a tech show we promise <laughs> <laughs> because you know i think they appeal to a certain audience that you know they're they're talking about tech but also kind of entertaining and and we we try to entertain too but we we know that there are you know we can refer people to where they can go and 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 get that beginner knowledge because i think sometimes there is a group of people, they know how to podcast, they know how to write code, they know how to write documents, they know how to write emails, but they may not know that next thing that they can get their interest mm -hmm. or their passions in. And I feel like we kind of provide that because we talk about so many different things that we can get people's interest to that next level of tech just beyond how do I use my screen reader? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, yes. And I think many of us crave, we crave a little bit more sophistication mm -hmm. in our communication. I think that was talked about at, at a, another meeting that I was at where someone said, look, I've, I'm, a, I'm a power user. You know, I, I need to get beyond just how do I save a file? How do I send it to the printer? 
you know, I, I'm somebody that uses WordPress. I, you know, I program. And there needs to be a place for people like that and for, for the more advanced user to have some community as well, you know. And I think that's. I agree. I totally mm -hmm. agree. So to move us on, Michael Babcock, what about you? What are things that you would like to see in the next 100 episodes of this show specifically? So I'm going to start here. Number one, 100 episodes will be in December of 25, because I think that's important that we realize that IACast at that point would be a consistent once a week. And I could be off by a couple of weeks on that, but you, you get what I'm saying, that it's consistent because mm -hmm. I think it's a valuable resource for people who are seeking that extra level of tech knowledge and that, again, community. Yes, life happens, but what I've found myself and I think really could help IA cast and and make an improvement is that consistent delivery of content because people come to rely on the content that that we provide to them. And I think that's really important. The other thing that hasn't already be, been said because I completely agree with what both Jeff and what both what both Jeff and Lynn have said so far. But I I really think that IA cast over the next couple of years can become that the go-to resource for people to come to hear information about what's coming up in technology and how what's coming up in technology impacts individuals who use accessibility tools. Mm -hmm. Because we, all of us, experienced the 56k dial-up internet growth in the late 90s 2000s some of us earlier we won't talk about that not me though <laughs> I, I, i'm too young to remember internet before 96 anyways so i i think we're positioned to where it's a it's a wide variety all of us have a visual or sight impairment and and that might be different from each of us but we're in a position to to share our findings and opinions with a wide variety of individuals uh, because we all do enjoy experimenting with new technologies. So it'd be interesting to see what we'll be talking about in December of 25. Yes. Well said. Well said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to wrap this group of questions up, Taylor, what about you? What are some things that you would like to see in the next 100 episodes? So I would like to, okay, I'd like to make sure I'm unmuted. And I would also. <laughs> like That's to, always helpful. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, I really can echo what everybody else has been saying. I don't really have a lot to say for myself other than we need to make IA cast more prevalent than what it is now. Like, yes, a lot of people know what IA cast is, but some people have never even heard about it. And I just feel like we need to make it more prevalent around the community and around, you know, even getting sighted people to listen. Cause I have had a couple sighted people that I know have had listened, you know, to the podcast. <clears throat> Sorry. But we also have to, you know, just do a little bit more of like trying to get, you know, I guess like, like we're doing a good job right now, getting the diversity of hosts, but just, we want to get a lot of perspectives, you know, in the, community because like Michael and I are programmers, but well, I think like you know, all of us pretty much are, but you know, 
some people may do, want to do other things in tech, you know, hardware and other things like that. And I think right now we just need to get a diverse perspective. Of course, we talk about the platforms and things like that. I don't really have anything else, you know, because I like what everybody else has said. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. And I think going to my thoughts and what what my plans are, something that I've always wanted for this show and and really on the network is I really like the fact that there is content on our network that I'm not part of. So we have our radio station, which is now live on YouTube, by the way, which is really great. We have our radio station. We have our radio, like the YouTube. We have the radio. We have, you know, the podcast feeds. We have all of these different shows. And you can learn something from shows that you're not on. So, you know, Lynn can go back and listen to technically working and and she's not on that show yep i can go and listen to friday finds i'm not on that show we all can go listen to spanish with carla and learn spanish which is really cool if you have not checked out that show i highly recommend it she is great new episode coming out tomorrow there's so much content and we're not always on everything but even this show i i don't always have to be the host you know, I would love for people to take the initiative and say, I want to host IACast. I want to lead the discussion. Because I think that that even adds a new perspective that we don't always see. Because I come up with topics that I think are interesting. But, you know, if others that host on the network say, I want to, I want to bring up a panel and talk about this this week. That would be fantastic to me because then I will tune in and listen to a podcast that I typically host each week. Or I would even be fine being a panelist and somebody else hosting. That would be totally fine with me. Like if if somebody has a topic they want to bring up and, and they want to get different perspectives on, that's what this is all about. Because I think that uh, we can use these panels even as hosts to say, I want to get these other people's perspectives on this on this topic that I want to know about because you know I want to learn and so I'm I'm very open to that and I want to see that be a thing on on this show in the next 100 episodes like what was said I also want to see us go to these different conferences and get interviews and I think that there is some great equipment we can get to do that so we we will be looking at that as well. But also, I'd like to get other people in the tech community on this show. And I've been thinking about topics to do for that because I don't want to just get people on just to tell their stories because I feel like that's cookie cutter and very kind of everybody else does that. But if we get that person and there's a particular person that I have in mind that I've I love her show all the time, but I would love to get her on to get you know on a per, a certain perspective or a certain story. That would be amazing just to get those different perspectives and topics talked about on this show. So that's that's kind of what I would like to do with getting guest hosts or not guest hosts guest panelists and and have them come talk about a particular thing and join in with the conversation that we typically have. And I'm also working on getting more talking to our previous hosts and getting them to come back 
because I feel like there are some perspectives that have not been on the show in a long time, and we can always use more perspectives on our different panels. So that's something else we're going to be working on. We're also going to be, because I kind of feel like we have a big echo chamber, whether it's Unmute Presents, IACast, technically working, all of our shows. We promote on our on our platforms, and we don't have a way to really expand that. And so I think we all are going to get together and say, let's let's talk about how we can incentivize promotion through our community and 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 how we can get our community to pass the word around because there are you know me and Michael get to see the stats on all of our shows and we know that there are podcasts in the blindness community out there that get a lot more reach and traction than we do wouldn't you say Michael oh by far yeah and and I don't know if it's because of the different kind of content. Maybe there's not as many people that want a more niche or uh, specialized in, in specific conversation topic. But I think there is. I think there is room for us to get a lot more folks in our community alone, even without bringing in the bigger accessibility or sighted community. And I also think that something that we should look into, and I'm curious y'all's thoughts on this as well, but I think we also need to, you know, bring accessibility beyond disability and say, here's how you could customize your device, your tech experience for you, because that's what accessibility has become now Mm -hmm. is not just the cookie cutter, you got an iPhone, right? That accessibility is moved to the main screen, not just because it's for people with disabilities, but accessibility options are are for everyone. And I think that's kind of the something that we need to focus on in a way we market that is to really explain what accessibility is. And also the one other thing I have been sort of thinking about is trying to interview a lot of us have things that we use like for example the company would you juice that makes my the two audio editors that i'm trying to learn how to use right now and this is of course not these these this software is not made for blind people but i would love to talk to the developer and find out what makes what what makes them tick you know what were they thinking and what made them include accessibility into their software? I think just, you know, talking to the developers, I think, is would be a great thing as well. More interviews with developers, just so we can understand their perspective. And I agree. You know, also to let them know how important and how much how thankful we are to have accessible apps mm-hmm. that work for us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, this has been a great conversation. And again, we're going to do another uh, more than 100 more episodes. So we'll be around, you know, as a podcast. So you have nothing to worry about there. And we're going to even make this better than ever. And like Michael said, we're going to keep it consistent. And Mm -hmm. we're, we're going to do 
picks this week, but they're going to be different from typical tech picks. So I'm going to put people on the spot today. And our picks before we wrap up is uh, I want people to give a pick and where people can, where they can be found online. But your pick is what is your favorite show on the IA cast network? And they can be shows that you host. So I just want to throw that out there. So with that all being said, Jeff, I'm going to start with you. What is your favorite show on the network? And where now this is people it. find find you online? Yeah, this is interesting, Michael. So are, are you saying does this include all of the shows, like all yes. the unmute shows too? Everything, all the unmute, programmatic, IA cast, Spanish okay, with Carla, okay. all of it. So, what's your favorite well, show? This is my favorite show because, but I'm going to give two. This is my favorite show because. I, I like hearing all of the picks and I like hearing the product news. But the one that I think is is really intriguing to me is Unmute because it, it really allows us to see the team at work providing great feedback to community members in ways that's truly engaging and empowering. And that's one of the things that I think makes this group special is that it allows us to do that. And I think that is the show that promotes that heavily. And so those are my picks. You can get a hold of me on Mastodon by following at Jeff Bishop at Mastodon.online, or you can email me at Jeff at JeffBishop.com. Thank you, Michael. Sure thing. And Lynn, what is your favorite show on the network and where can you be found online? Yes, I think technically working is one of my, I would say, one of my favorite shows. I love the idea of watching the process of people doing things and working things out. And so I just, it's awesome to be able to go back and listen to, you know, the older episodes when you need some pointers, you know, on things. And yeah, I just think it's a great show and it's just fun. So and I, you can reach me at feedback at fridayfinds.show. All right. And Taylor, what is your favorite show on the network and where can people find you online? So technically working is my favorite show, but I have a lot of others. I mean, technically working is great because I can be able to understand like, you know, stuff that they're talking about gravity forms and Especially for me, now that I develop WordPress plugins, I can understand like, okay, what are some deficiencies that people are having and how can I help? I also like, I like the IA cast for the conversation and the tech stuff. Of course, in my mind, I wish it'd be more technical. And that's why I also like programmatic. By the way, we need to do a new episode about that. Because I really like programmatic because we can talk about the code level stuff and it's a lot of fun. People can find me online at T-A-Y-A-R-N-D-T at techopolis.social. Or sorry, yeah, techopolis.social. I don't know what I'm thinking. And <laughs> you can also email me at T-A-Y-A-R-N-D-T at iCloud.com. And you can pretty much find me all over the web on YouTube and all over the place. Yeah, yeah, you better get that mastodon right because I might rename it to Tay Tay Aren't at Techopolis.social. 
See, I had to throw oh. that in here. Oh, <laughs> I'm an admin, so I can change it back, and I can make your stuff cringeworthy too. So <laughs> I know how to log into that server. So everybody <laughs> now knows Taylor's nickname on the IA cast, and All I'm right. not that happy with you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you'll have to so, improve my database connection for that. All right, Michael, <laughs> what about you? What is your favorite show on the network and where can people find you? So I appreciate all the kind words about technically working. My favorite show is Unmute. Kind of like where Jeff was going with that. With Unmute, it's never the same. You're going to get the same general types of questions, but there's always going to be someone who's going to bring a question that either I don't have an answer to or Marty doesn't have an answer to. Or we think we know the answers, but we need to quickly look up the information. And I like that that franticness, but I also like the fact that you can go there to learn something new and the community is teaching each other how to do things as well. Yeah. I, I think that for me is the most fun because if I could step back from Unmute Presents, for example, and not host that, and like there there be a reliable team or a reliable group of people that could host that and provide the same valuable insight to people, I think that would be exciting. And so I want to see where that grows. You can find me payon P-A-Y-O-W-N at unmute.community on Mastodon, I think. And Michael at payon.media is my email. Fantastic. So my pick, it, it's hard to pick just one. Like like Taylor, I think my favorite show has to be technically working just because I like, there, I mean, there's some episodes that I'm like, okay, they're back on audio editing. I'm going <laughs> to kind of that. glaze over for a bit. But, <laughs> th- but that's the thing, though. There are people that are really interested in that, you know, and, and like when this this weekend they were talking about several different things and I was really into it the whole time. And mm-hmm. the the one thing, the one piece of feedback that, you know, I, I feel like with the show is like, it, it is very much a conversation between Michael and Demasi. But one thing <laughs> that, you know, we've done a lot of posts on Mastodon and things like that, but it would be interesting like to see to get like more of like an interactive, like where the network can interact with the show and be like, throw not really questions, but like, okay, you guys mentioned this and here's how you can fix that. And and then kind of see where it goes from there. Does that make sense? I think that would be really fun. Because And, and let me ask you real quick, how do you want to submit that feedback? I don't know. I think something that would be where you guys can like get it during the show because like there's sometimes I'm like I know the answer to that. It's a, a, <laughs> and I'm trying to master it on like you know. yeah, and I'm like I can I have tell a them, solution. But- All right, we're, we're, we're go- next week's going to be fun. We're going to try a solution. I will go over it with you guys later. But I I, I have yeah. an answer, and I think you're going to like it. Awesome, because I awesome. I think that's the one thing is it's it's a very static show, but I'm like oh. You know, if if people could be on the radio or on the YouTube and be like, tune in or or do whatever Michael's idea is and be like, oh, well, you're having this problem with gravity forms. If you just do this, it's like, oh, you know, that would be really cool. 
Yeah. So yeah. that that's yeah. my only thought. But I I love technically working because there's so many good conversations. That you have. <clears throat> Discord. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally think it's awesome. So, and that's that's a that's another topic is we do have a Discord for the iAccessibility community, and I think we're going to be lighting that up again and making that you know, a little bit more engaging and putting some links in out there for people to join. So it, it, there's so many possibilities, so many things that are going to be changing and being improved. And so technically working is, is probably my favorite show. I enjoy my show programmatic. I just need to come up with new ideas and the way I was doing 11 labs was not working. So we're going to kind of refactor that programming term <laughs> and 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 build something new out of it and kind of work through the debug process. God, how many of those can I add? And 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 make a better podcast. And and that will be coming back as well. And so the you know, like Taylor said, technically working programmatic in this show are my favorites just because of the well, partly the amount of for programmatic in this, how much involvement I have, I'm always in, you know, you, you should enjoy the content you create it is a very important thing. So, yeah. So you could find me online at on Mastodon at Mike Doeys at techopolis.social. I'm Mike Doeys on X. I still throw that out there if people want to find me. I'm Michael Doeys on Facebook, and you can email me at mikedoeys at iCloud.com, and I'm all over the web. I want to thank you all for being here. This has been a fantastic 200th celebration episode. We've we've talked about previous episodes. We've, we've laughed about things, and, and we've talked about where we're going to go and, and our favorites. And so I think just talking about those things, I hope we'll get you guys as our listeners out there really interested in what we do as a podcast network and what we do as a show. If you want to send us feedback, you can at feedback at iacast.net. And we want to really get you guys all involved. So we're going to be working on ways to do that. So also keep in mind the iAccessibility website. There is new blog posts at the iAccessibility report that are coming out pretty regularly now. So there's been a few that have already been posted and there's more to come. So check that out at iAccessibility.net and there's so much more coming next year. So thank you all for a wonderful episode. Thank you, Lynn, Taylor, Michael, and Jeff. You guys have been fantastic. And we'll see y'all all next week for episode 201. Take care, Bye. everybody. Yeah, take um, care. Thank you for tuning in to the IA cast. We hope you enjoyed the show and found the conversation to be insightful and informative. If you have any feedback or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at feedback at IACast.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at IACast Network to stay informed about new episodes and other updates. Don't forget to check out more great podcasts on the IACast Network, IACast.net. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon.